Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. Praise God, it's not as cold as it has been, and uh, it's actually really warmer probably than it was yesterday afternoon out there right now. So uh, praise God for that, and uh, looking forward to heating up even more. Then we got about another, what, 40-some days or 50-some days until spring. Cannot wait uh, till that happens. Love spring, summer, and fall, but boy, do I hate uh, winter with a passion, as many of you know. So, But anyways, necessary evil so that we will appreciate uh, the warmer temperatures that much more for those of us, those of us who likes the warmer temperatures. But, uh, but anyway, I uh, hope everybody is woke up and doing well this morning and ready to hit this day running and raring to go. So uh, let's dive into God's Word this morning. And uh, we're looking at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 and 17. And uh, I encourage you, get those Bibles, highlight, mark them up, read them, underline, memorize those verses. So when the attacks happen, and they will, that we can fight back with all that we have. And, and God will give us the strength to fight. And we can only do that if we are equipped and ready to learn and re be prepared for battle. You can only do that by being in God's Word in a prayer on a daily basis. So let's look at this now. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. Uh, I'm sorry, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 17. I apologize. Uh, it says, uh, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. What is the math me? I am reading the wrong verse. Hold on here. I was right. It was 4, 16 to 17. Yeah, here in a second. For Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Let's go ahead and read verse 18. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So, I apologize. You know, it just uh, that I was... Uh, reading the wrong uh, uh, verse there. It just goes to show there's none righteous, no, not one. So I know it's become as a shock, but I'm not perfect. I know that uh, that, that probably will blow your mind. <laughs> but uh, So sorry about that. I uh, got uh, got turned around there just a little bit. But uh, So anyway, we see this here in um, 1 Thessalonians 4, and we read 16 through 18. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven and with a shout, when we hear that with a shout, you know, kind of think of that as a rallying cry. Uh, when people go into battle, uh, in fact, uh, it has been said that uh, during the Civil War, the uh, Southern forces, we, well, that's where we get that word rebel yell from, was so loud and so intimidating. In fact, it's, it's been kind of lost. Uh, there's very few, few and rare footage I think you can find on YouTube of those who remember what that rebel yell was like, that that was so intimidating that in of itself from the enemy would about to tail and run because of how the fierceness and the, that, that cry of the rebel yell. And that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing this, this, this uh, uh, when we read this here from with a, with a shout, all right, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead and Christ shall rise first. Now, uh, there are those out there who have the false belief in soul sleep. They think that when you die, that your 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 body and soul is asleep in the ground until Christ returns. That is cannot be further from the truth. Second Corinthians uh, tells us in uh, chapter 5 very clearly that uh, when to be absent from the body is to be present with God. All right, so when, if you're saved, if you're a Christian, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, the, the very moment you pass away, you are immediately in the presence of God. So there's no lingering, there's no unfinished business, there's no 
uh, a second uh, a place of uh, redemption you go to uh, to atone and then go into heaven. It, that's not how it works. There's none of that there. All right, there's no purgatory. All that's it is. Um, uh, it is. You either go to heaven or you go to hell. All right. But what we're reading here, the dead in Christ shall rise first. Uh, our spirits will be united with our bodies. Now, of course, that brings up the people uh, will use this as a verse to uh, to speak against uh, cremation. But uh, there's nothing unbiblical or wrong with cremation. In fact, I told my wife, hey, do cremate me when I die. It just makes things cheaper, easier. This is just a, a temporary dwelling, all right? We will have new glorified bodies. So it doesn't matter if you're a corpse rotting in the ground or if you are have been cremated. God is going, when he unites us uh, together, those with the saints, those uh, of those in the past, that um, uh, when we're united with our bodies, we'll have new glorified bodies. Praise God. I can't wait to have a new glorified body. I, I, uh, uh, I, killed myself through the years exercising and dieting and you know trying to achieve a, a, a look that I would have liked to had and never 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 achieved that goal but it'd be nice to have new glorified bodies no pain no suffering none of that stuff anymore uh, no more creaks no more uh, back aches none of that stuff so praise God for that and this is then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. That's where we get the word rapture because I've had people come up to me and say, you know, the word rapture is not in the Bible. Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> thanks for telling me. You know, I was like, I wasn't aware of that. But rapturo, where we, that's where we get the word that's rapture from, which means caught up. That's what this is talking about. Well, we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So, uh, you know, we, um, uh, when, the, at the time of the rapture, and I kind of hit on this a little bit Sunday morning, where I was talking about there was the video out there, some of you may have seen it, where the pastor is uh, uh, preaching, and he's talking about Jesus Christ uh, returning to, to gather us home, and uh, he said it could happen uh, tomorrow, could happen today, could happen any second, and then bam, all of a sudden it's just like a flash. And uh, uh, he disappears along with several others, and those who were not saved are there by themselves, are thinking, oh, I mean, they're crying and upset, and because they realize uh, the reality and the truth of what was being spoken, and that's what's going to happen. We are going to be caught up in a twinkling of an eye. Uh, you, you can only imagine how fast a twinkling, a, a, faster than a blink, will be caught up. So if you think you want to pray the prayer of salvation at the last second, and you won't even be able to get one syllable out before uh, Christ raptures us up. That's why it's important and imperative that we are waiting for the Master now, that the brides are waiting for the Master, the bridegroom, to come and get us. Make sure your oil lamps are full and, and ready to go. Be be prepared because when Christ returns, there's no, there's not going to be uh, any second chances. It's right in, all right. And uh, so either you're right with Jesus Christ or you're not. And uh, so a lot of people are going to be standing around here scratching their heads, wondering what happened, what's, what's going on, where do all these people go? You know, and, you know. In fact, of course, this shows what a nerd I am. Uh, you know, in that uh, in, in in Avengers: Infinity War, you know, kind of. Of course, it wasn't uh, quickly as as what we're referring to here. But uh, you know, all these people disappeared, and they didn't know what happened. You know, of course, they kind of slowly faded out. But when Christ comes, it'll be immediate. But uh, all these people were left behind. And they were sad, and they, you know, and they didn't understand what was going on. Well, that's we're going to see that when Jesus Christ returns. Don't confuse the rapture with the second coming. The second coming is when Christ comes back. You know, he come 
from humble beginnings uh, and on earth and, and in a humble and, and lowly way. But when he returns on the second coming, he'll be coming with a sword. He'll be coming with battle. And he'll be coming to take out the Antichrist and, uh, and the wicked. So uh, realize there's a difference between the second coming and the rapture. Okay, Shall be caught up together with him in the clouds, meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So we find comfort in these words. Some may invoke fear. I, like I've told you this before, there are those I spoke to, have spoken to who have a, uh, a deep-rooted uh, fear of dying. I mean, I've had people contact me who just, you talk about a phobia, so scared of dying. But I try to explain to them, if you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, there's nothing to be afraid of. And uh, as Christians, we can be comforted with these very words because... We know that where our heart is at. We know where our destination is at. You know, that's why I love it. life is hard. Life is tough. But it makes the destination where we're heading that much more precious. You know, that if it wasn't, we didn't have to put in work and it wasn't hard, then we wouldn't appreciate what's to, what we are to, to have in the future. So we have that future hope and that glory. You know, it's, it's amazing when you think about time. You know, a thousand years is a day and a day is a thousand years. Time is no relevant. So if a day is a thousand years, technically, uh, you know, 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ uh, uh, walked this earth. So really, technically, he's only been gone two days. We look at it in that way. And uh, the, 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 our nation is only eight years old. You know, if you kind of look at that context, you're like, wow. You know, when you realize the uh, how the the uh, how time is, is looked at in Scripture. And so, uh, you know, it's just a matter, you know, to us, it seems like an eternity. It kind of reminds you of... Um, the line went to the wardrobe. You know, they went in and uh, they even grew up. They became rulers. They were adults. And only just a few seconds of time had passed uh, during all that time they were in Narnia. Uh, and so that's how we can view time through God's eyes uh, to us today. So, you know, be prepared. Jesus Christ is returning, all right? This is not a, a, a teaching of, of to make you afraid. It is to make you want to look at yourself spiritually. Make sure where your salvation is at. Is it secure? Have you prayed that prayer of salvation? Are you just walk, going through the motions? Are you just showing up to church? Are you playing the role as a Christian? But you have never prayed except to Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. You know, I'll never forget my dad when the very first time he was asked to, to preach somewhere, really right down the road from my house, a little church, and um, great people. Uh, in fact, that was my first place I did my revival at, uh, Pleasant Valley down here. But anyway, uh, he, at that time, he had a, a deacon's wife to come forward when he uh, gave the invitation. He, he thought maybe she was wanting to tell him something or wanted something, kind of find out. She wanted to accept Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. So just because you're a deacon or a deacon's wife or uh, attend church regularly doesn't make you saved. It is that profession of faith. It is, it is repentance of sin, understanding what Jesus Christ, vicarious atonement on the cross, did for you, and that he rose again on the third grade, for, third day, third grade, third day for you, all right? And, and that that is the only way to heaven. Good works will not get you there. You cannot buy your way in. You cannot be good enough. You can't, you know, I don't care what religion you follow. The only way to heaven, and Jesus Christ says this plainly, no man gets to, the, gets to the Father except through me. He is the way, the truth, and the life, all right? He is the only way. And I don't care if that upsets you, it ruffles your feathers, you think, you know. And that's one thing we have to be very careful of. All these churches, a lot of newer churches are, are, are popping up, and, uh, and people are flocking to them, and, and, and their focus is on praise, and which is nothing wrong with that in and of itself. But what they're doing is is there, there's less uh, teaching and, and 
preaching on the truth of the Bible, uh, preaching the things that convict, preaching on controversial uh, topics, but more on evoking emotion. And that's what dri is driving people in. They, they get a, a feel of emotion and think that, that that's what's drawing them closer to God. And it's really kind of a false sense because we have, as Christians, it is beyond an emotion. It is beyond a feeling. It is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes, we can feel a closeness when we do praise. I'm not saying that's not true, but the, they're, they're trying to, in these, some of these churches are trying to invoke a, an emotional response. And we have to understand that what we have with Jesus Christ is beyond uh, an emotional response. It is a relationship with Jesus Christ, growing, learning, realizing that you're not, like I was talking about last night, you're not satisfied with who you are as a Christian. You know, we are to be content in all things, except spiritually, we should continually want more. Never satisfied. That's why I was talking about last night uh, and when I was ministering was that, uh, you know, I, I can understand the Apostle Paul uh, comparing our Christian life to a, an athlete because I was never satisfied when I would run. If I ran four miles, I could do five. If I could do five miles, I could do six. If I do six miles, I could do seven. I wouldn't stop. I'd keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Sometimes I would run with, to the point I couldn't hardly even feel my, my lungs were going to explode out of my chest. Lifting weights, I wasn't satisfied. I'd do 10 reps, I want to do 11. I'd do 11 reps, I'd do 12. You see what I'm saying? I wasn't satisfied with just being in one spot. I wanted to continue to grow. Uh, even a mediocre athlete, even someone without talent, can be successful because the work they put in to their uh, routines and to their desire to push for more. And as Christians, we should desire to push for more. We should never be satisfied where we're at spiritually, that we continually want more of Jesus Christ to continually grow into spiritual maturity. And if you're doing that, then you're on the right track. You're on the right path. But there's, some, there's going to be a lot of good people in hell. And there's going to be a lot of people shocked when Jesus Christ returns and raptures us out, you know, that uh, we're, we're, and out of this world, they're going to be scratching their heads thinking, what happened? You know, God's Word talks about those who uh, professed in my name and did these things in my name and said, get away from me, you works of iniquity, I never knew you. Now, that, that shows some fear for some people. Well, how do I know I'm really saved? Or what if I'm one of those? Well, these were false teachers, false prophets, uh, apost apostasy. Uh, they didn't truly have a... a a heart understanding of who Christ was and never made that profession of faith. And if you have made that, then you know securely that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and it cannot be erased. And your salvation is secure and you will spend an eternity with Jesus Christ. And so um, the devil will try to put doubts in your head to question you if you're really saved or not. But take confidence. If you truly meant that and made that prayer of salvation, your your place is secure. And when Jesus returns, we're, we're out of here. And I tell you, the way the world's spinning out of control, I, I feel like it's just a matter of time. Christ is returning. That'd be awesome to see uh, Christ come and gather us up uh, in my lifetime before I died. That would be awesome. But if not, I know where I'm headed. And I hope you know where you're headed. And I hope you're prepared and ready. Let these words comfort you. Let it excite you. Because we know where we're headed. And we know what we have to look forward to. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, our Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, your eternal forgiveness. Lord, thank you for never giving up on us. Lord, let us take hold to the truths of that which you give us each and every day. Lord, let us cling to that. Let us uh, look forward to your return. Lord, let us serve you well. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. 
Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please all those uh, our military has been deployed, that you'll keep them safe and give peace upon their families while they're away. Be with our bus drivers, teachers, parents, students as they're driving to school today. Keep them safe. Let me get there and back safe without any problems or complications. Uh, Lord, be with our police officers. Lord, let them know how much they're loved, needed, and appreciated, Lord Jesus. And Lord, be with our president. Uh, Lord, I just pray your protection about him and his family. Lord, let him seek you. Touch his heart and mind. Let it give him wisdom and sermon that can only come from you. And Lord, touch this nation's hearts and minds like never before. And let people come to know you before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate each and one of you all for watching this morning. I hope you have a fantabulous Thursday. And if you would like to share these devotions, you can find me on Facebook at Dr. Young 77. If uh, you um, if you say, well, we don't do social media, well, then you can find me on uh, on YouTube. They subscribe there, Dr. Matthias Young, and uh, they can watch these videos. I upload them on there. Or you can listen. There's no video, but you can listen on the Doc Young Chronicles podcast. No charge. It's free. You can listen as you're going about your day with the devotions or past sermons and watch on there as well. So, hope everybody again has a great day today. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.